0: Welcome to The Time Is Now. I am your host, Michael Stafford. It is Wednesday, September the 14th. All right, we got a great show this week, so let's get to it. The Las Vegas Aces are one win away from their first WNBA championships. And we are weeks away from the MLB playoffs and the kickoff the NBA season. But first, are you ready for some football? Yeah, week one in NFL is underway. We got a lot to cover. So sit back, relax, and I'll see you on the other side. All right, guys, welcome back. Man, what a week this we had this week in the NFL. Week one did not, did not disappoint. We have so much to talk about. That was, that was really exciting. Everyone who knows me knows that I am a basketball fan first. Even though I'm built like a football player, I am considered maybe even an NBA aficionado. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. But... At the end of the day, man, we had a great week. Week one in the NFL, starting off on Thursday night against the Buffalo Bills, who were in the American League. Is it American League? I'm getting baseball mixed into this. AFC, the AFC Championship, and got beat. And the LA Rams defending Super Bowl champions on ring night, banner night. And they got beat down 31-10 to 10 in LA. It was embarrassing. Um Right, Josh Allen went off. He, I think, he scored the most points in fantasy this week. Just killing it. If you had Josh Allen, of you and you didn't win, your team sucks. They are basura. But at the end of the day, man, Buffalo showing why they are the Super Bowl favorites. Why they are the favorites to at least come out the AFC. Woo, a shocker. A game that was not supposed to be interesting, but was interesting. Atlanta went Atlanta. Atlanta Falcons were beating the Saints all game at home. We even had DC Young Fly himself on live talking about yeah, what you who that who who isn't just gloating too fast. I think it was like 4 or 5 minutes left in the game and guess what? New Orleans pulled it off. Um beating the Falcons 27 to 26. Another game that was not expected to be good, but was supposed to be a little juicy. Had some inf- had some stuff there where you had um Baker Mayfield at home in his new digs in carolina talking that talk earlier in the week saying that he gonna beat that you know what to them browns to his old team that traded him away and in the end got beat down by jacoby Brissett, the backup, the 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 the, the back of the journeyman backup quarterback in this league who's holding the spot down for the next 10 weeks until deshaun watson comes back a lot of people were expecting Christian McCaffrey. He, do, he did have a slight resurgence. People forgot who he was. He was People were afraid to draft him. He Used to be the number one draft pick all the time for the last few seasons, but getting injured. So he kept falling in a lot of people's draft and their fantasy. He, I had him on my team, on one of my teams, and we did very well. But Baker Mayfield actually had a pretty decent game. Wasn't good enough. Uh, Kareem Hunt, who I have on another one of my teams, killed it. Two, two total touchdowns, um, catching and running did his thing out there. Cleveland beat Carolina 26-24. Um, a game that um, only Niner fans and Bears fans actually cared about was the Bears versus Niners. I, I don't think, I think what it, that was telling is that the Bears are limited. And the Niners right now, because they didn't play a lot of games in the preseason are finding their groove, but also was also telling that Trey Lance may not be that dude. Um, I think one of the DBs for Chicago actually stated that we, we let him, we wanted him to beat us in the pocket. And we wanted to see if he could do that in Trey Lance. And he was unable to do so. They only put up 10 points on the road on a very rainy day. So we'll see. It's only week one. Only week one. Probably the most intriguing, the most interesting game this week, Pittsburgh versus Cincinnati. That game went to overtime where they just could not get a kick at all. Even making Fitzpatrick to set the game, to set the game to overtime, blocking the extra point by Cincinnati and forcing that game to overtime where Pittsburgh eventually ended up winning 23 to 20. What a great game. This is the thing. The thing that's telling about that game was that Burrow himself had five turnovers, I believe in the first half alone. He had like fumbles, interceptions, everything. He had a pick six to start the game. And the fact that Pittsburgh with all those possessions, with all that time of possession, allowed Cincinnati to come back because they couldn't put any points on the board. Trubisky's not that dude. You might want to bring a rookie in a little sooner um, because if it wasn't for that defense and now losing Najee Harris and also losing um, TJ Watt with a torn pec, he may be out for eight weeks minimum. Now they're saying timetables could be moved up, but I don't see that happening um, if you're ever torn a peck, you know what I'm talking about. That's a very – and, and they, but the good news is they say it's going to require no surgery. But at least you're going to attempt it at first. We all know how that goes. You go with no surgery to see how far you can progress in the next month. And if you don't, then you have season-ending surgery. So that's how that's going to go. So hopefully he gets well. But um, no one's expecting Pittsburgh to do much of anything this season. And I, I believe this is game one. The Bengals will come back strong for the next few weeks. Um Next game that was not supposed to be intriguing, but it was intriguing again. I told you guys, week one was that stuff. Philly versus Detroit in Detroit. Now, you're going to probably focus on how good the offense looked on the Jalen Hurst and and getting A.J. Brown there and all those type of things with Philadelphia being on the road and being the number one team right now in the the NFC uh, East. We'll go over that in a second. But Detroit putting up 35 points. Usually a team out of hard knocks usually come out fluttering out the gates. Detroit putting up 35 points at home is a big deal. Swift is stepping it up. And Jared Goff ain't no slouch. So we're gonna wait and see. I, I think Amon Ra's gonna do some good things this year. They still got their good tight end. He's 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 a bubble um all not all-star pro bowler. Uh and Philly's supposed to be the best or one of the top teams in the NFC, and Detroit held their own, could have beat them. We were in it. So we have to see what happens. Detroit might do some things because we're going to get to uh, the, the Green Bay Packers in a little bit. Um, there was one tie, Indianapolis versus Houston. That's just nasty, nasty work. Um, Miami beating um, the Patriots 20 to seven. They're going to have a lot to discuss this year. I don't. It's not looking too good that Belichick had them going down a day or two early in Miami with all that free time. My goodness, all that free time. Baltimore did what they were supposed to do. Um, You're going to have to pay that man his money. I feel as if the storyline there by them not paying him and securing him and, and offering $100,000, over $100,000,000 $100 guaranteed less than Deshaun Watson after everything Deshaun Watson has done. Deshaun Watson, um, where there's smoke is fire. And I understand they were competing for the market, but that just goes to show you that the market was so skewed that their people were willing to pay him over $100,000,000 guaranteed after all the stuff he just put the league through. and And, and these women through, let's just say that. I, I know it's guilty until proven innocent, but damn it, how many people? And I do understand that it was it was precarious. I talked about this for months, how it came out after the fact, but that doesn't mean it didn't happen. The organization was putting their thumb over it. They were they were quieting the storms, but it doesn't mean it didn't happen. You can't have that 66 different women and in, in during the pandemic, during a short period of time, that, that that you have a problem, sir. So my point is, is that. They set the new market. And some some players probably were upset that Russell Wilson could have accepted more in this new market, being a Super Bowl champion, and he did not. Deshaun Watson has done literally nothing. He's a very good player. Top 10 when healthy. But because Cleveland did what they did, he set the market. And so Jackson should get minimum the same deal he has. Minimum. This man has been a – he's been a league MVP not that long ago. Minimum. So – I, I believe he's going to go. Someone said that, um, I, I think it was Jalen Rose who said he might end up in Philadelphia, uh, Pittsburgh, I'm sorry. And um, that's interesting. I can see him going to Miami. Miami could use him more with, with Waddle and, and and Tyreek Hill there now. Um, if they don't franchise him, which I expect they will, but in the next couple of seasons, I can see Tua Tonga Valoa not being there and them um, and, and, and uh, Lamar Jackson going back home and being true Super Bowl contenders because, you know what, there's no more Tom Brady there. That division's up for the grabs. there will be the Buffalo Bills there, but that'd be great if you had Lamar Jackson versus Josh Allen every season, twice a season. Mm, that's good theater. Anyways, um, I'm gonna skip some of these other games because they were like just not interesting. What was interesting? One, let's go over to the Giants. Washington game, we don't we don't care about that. Giants Tennessee, big game. Henry getting getting uh, he may lost a step. The the juggernaut didn't look very juggernaut ish. He got he got leveled in that game. He got leveled in that game. I was like, "Ooh, he got leveled. So to see the juggernaut get leveled such and then Saquon Barkley looking like Saquon Barkley, he's back. Him and Christian McCaffrey are back and I got them on each of my different fantasy teams. I smelt it and New York Giants beat them 21 to 20 with that late goal line stance. I believe that was a four, Oh no, it was a two point conversion. Big, big deal. Awesome work. Saquon Barkley for the win. Emotional win for him. Kansas City versus Arizona. Now, I know none of these guys play. I know the first couple weeks they're going to get into it because a lot of these guys did not play in the preseason together, even though Arizona's at home. Mahomes looking like his best self. Him having Tyreek Hill gave him bad habits, in my opinion, because it's like, okay, no matter what, I can always just throw it deep. I can scramble and just throw it deep, and Tyreek Hill's going to take the top off. The fact he had to distribute the ball to so many different outlets and all these receivers being sufficient and Kelsey still being probably the top two tight end in the league they're going to be dangerous and the reason why the show pushed back a day because my buddy, I'm calling you out Tony you were supposed to be on the air with me but he had a rough night after what happened to his Broncos on Monday, we won't get into that but um, he predicted Kansas City is going to be the worst team, the worst team in the AFC West He was on the show before talking about that. We had the predictions for the season. I said the Raiders would be the worst team. I said maybe Kansas City might be the third or second. We got to see what Justin Herbert does. But I was very convinced that his Broncos, his Broncos would be the best team, not only in the AFC West, but the top contenders to win the Super Bowl, to win it all. Man, I wasn't looking good on that one. Wasn't looking good at all on that one, man. Nope. Not at all. Because uh Kansas City is looking tough. Yeah. Tougher than ever. And if with that schedule that they have, if they can do business with that schedule, they are the favorites. Yep. Yeah. Straight up. Mm-mm-mm. My Raiders. I, I caught it. Carr's not that guy. Once he had Waller in that slant pattern, right at the goal I think they were like five. They were like uh, third and goal or something like that. They were third and goal, yes. And Waller did that slant, and he threw the ball behind him. Threw the ball behind him. That was the difference of the game. They lost by five. That was the difference of the game. There was other things that happened in the middle of the game. He did some great passes, but the thing is, when it's when it, when it's in the red zone, which I was telling y'all. If y'all went on my page and saw the interaction between the Cowboys, the Cowboy fan, and myself, we're going to get to the Cowboys in just one second. But my point is still remains that Carr's not that guy. Now he can't even see his other targets. He doesn't see Renfro at all. He can't get the ball to Waller. But all of a sudden, you, you got like 17 targets to your, to your best friend. 17 targets. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, his stats look good, but he ain't no touchdowns. Like I told y'all. I told y'all Adams touchdowns are going to go way down this season. I told y'all this. I told y'all because Carr's not that guy. The worst team in the red zone. He's the worst quarterback in the league in the red zone. Let that sizzle in your spirit. Brock, the, the backup quarterback, who the former quarterback for Denver Broncos, was better in the red zone than one David Carr. Facts. Cars, he's good, but he's in his head. He has the talent, but he's not going to get you there. He's better than Kirk Cousins, but Kirk Cousins plays better than he does in the clutch. Who just beat Green Bay 23 to 7? That without Adams being there, no Aaron Rodgers, no Adams together is going to make both of their teams mediocre. I'm telling you what I know. The Raiders may be a little bit better because they have their best weapon they've had since Tim Brown and Jerry Rice or because they have Carr, who's too much in his head. But if we just had a service, I honestly believe, and people are gonna laugh at me about this, I honestly believe if we had Jimmy Garoppolo, we'll be better off. I honestly believe that. Now you can laugh at me all you want. I still believe if we had Jimmy G, we'll be better off than with Derek Carr. Whatever, keep on laughing. I said what I said. Tampa Bay versus Dallas. Dallas looking bad, y'all. Dallas looked down bad. I mean, uh, Tampa Bay didn't look great, but Dallas looked bad. Only three points, and then losing Dak Prescott for the season? Woo-wee! Somebody, that is not looking good at all. So, they lost 19-3. to I don't know. I, I Like I said, I bet that, uh, I bet that Cowboys fan on my page a C-note. Trey, you need to pay up, brother. You need to pay up, and we're gonna have some issues. I ain't playing. I ain't playing. I told you, don't bet me. Cowboys, man, stop. I already told you all was going to happen. That team's going nowhere fast. I kind of feel bad that I drafted Ezekiel Elliott, but whatever. Anyways, final game of the week, um, Monday Night Football, Denver Broncos versus Seattle, emotional game. That's the one people are talking about all over social media. That coach, that call to run the clock down in those moments. Forget about the two fumbles from your running backs at the goal line and, and people just not executing. That was not a Russell Wilson. To make that call, for, for to have McManus go up and try to get a 64-yarder, second longest all time. This league's been around for 100 years all time. And you want to try, instead of giving it to your Super Bowl winning court, and you ran it down way before. It's not just to that last point. You had all three timeouts. Going up the field, you instructed the guys to keep the ball in bounds, keep the clock running. Why? Why not go out of bounds and extend the game to give yourself a chance? If at, at worst, To give yourself a better location on the field to get the field goal. Why 64? Why couldn't it be 50? Why couldn't it be 44? What what are we doing? It was one of the weirdest things. And the fact, the worst part about it is that Russell Wilson went along with it. Yeah, okay, coach, whatever you want, good golly. Whatever you want, coach. I I totally believe in the system. And when coach screened the call, I was like, good golly, O'Malley, I got to do this. Whatever coach says, I'm going to do it. Like, what are we talking about? What are we talking about? Like, that was the most ignorant. That was the dumbest. The way the, the, the play calling, the, the 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 time management was one of the worst I've seen, period, point blank. Horrible. Horrible. My goodness, my goodness, somebody. Oh, man. So, we got to look forward to what? Next week, right? What's the games to watch next week? Um, Big game. Chiefs charges this Thursday. Huge. Short week. Um, Chiefs are going back home. The Chiefs have to travel. Um, so The Chargers have to travel as well. But the Chiefs are going home, so that gives them an advantage. I think Chargers on the short week would with a, with a, with have some injuries to Keenan Allen. I think the Chiefs win that game, especially the way they look. I feel like people are too high on the Chargers. I don't think they played that great. Uh, Khalil Mack did decent in the end with those three sacks. But at the end of the day, and of course, they're going to get better. But I just feel like the Chiefs are a better version of the Chargers. Even though the Chargers' defense looks a little bit better, the Chiefs' offense just looks like it's humming. We'll, we'll see. But I feel like the Chiefs are going to win that game. All right, another game to look out for this week. I, I really want to see the Ravens-Dolphins. I think that's going to be a great game with all the offensive weapons the Dolphins have shown and their defense is still being stout. I want to see Lamar Jackson every game this year. Lamar Jackson's that dude. Another one I want to see is Buccaneers-Saints because the Saints always give the Buccaneers problem. And this is a huge matchup. Saints won last week and played against the Falcons in their division. To beat the Buccaneers, they take a nice, good, early strung hold over that division. And that could change. That's playoff implications for Tom Brady. If he's going to be a wild card seed or not, we got to wait and see. Um, another good matchup to watch will actually be the Raiders versus the Cardinals. I got to see this. I think the Cardinals will be better this week, but the Raiders are back home. And um, that, that's a coin flip for me because I, I I don't know how they're going to be able to contain one Kyler Murray. We we'll have to wait and see how that one pans out. Uh, what other good matchup you guys could watch this week? Mm, uh, it looks like we have a Monday night double header. So um, we have Sunday Night Football, Packers-Bears, uh, I'll pass. That's one of the one of the rare times that the Sunday Night Football game would not be better than the Monday Night Football game. But Bills-Titans should be a decent one. And then also Eagles versus this Vikings. Um, that should be okay. That should be good for fantasy owners, the Eagles versus Vikings, because I know a lot of people have Justin Jefferson, um, and then you're going to have A.J. Brown and and the like. So that should be a good game for you guys to watch. Um I was going to get into some fantasy when it comes to this, but we'll get into it next week. Cause there's only one week, so it's not that big of a deal right now. Uh, really quick in the MLB, you know what? We'll come back. When we come back, we'll get into some MLB action. Of course, of course, we're going to talk about the WNBA finals. You've been listening to the time is now. Are you tired of spending your entire weekend at dealerships only to feel as if you got a raw deal? Don't you hate all the back and forth and haggling for countless hours? Imagine this while you are at work or having dinner or just enjoying life, the people at Pure Diamond Auto are working a great deal on your behalf. With Pure Diamond Auto, they have a team of former sales and finance managers who know all the tricks of the trade. Call 562-PDA-7888 today for a free consultation. That's 562-732-7888. What can I say? I love PDA.
1: Happy birthday. All right, all right. You already
0: know what time it is. It's my Favorite part of the show is the happy birthday, so let's go. Tyler Perry, Madea in the house. Tyler Perry turns 53 this week, and Nas, Nasir Jones, turns 49. Baron Corbin turns 38 this week and from bts yoon june turns 23. flow rider flow rider the rapper turns 43 this week and from the nba gary harris turns 28. jimmy Bucket, jimmy butler turns 33 this week and ben savage ben savage turns 42 i'm sorry swiss beats that is alicia keys has a swiss beats turns 44 this week and dennis schroeder that big dummy 20 and Shorter turns 29 this week. And JT Money, ay, 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 turns 50 this week. Trey Young, Ice Trey. Trey Young turns 24 this week. And Josh Richardson turns 29. Um, from Black Ink, Sky turns 39 this week. And Prince Henry, my condolences to you and your family. Prince Henry turns 38. And um, who's that from? Um, Dr. Alan Grant. From um, Sam Hill, Dr. Alan Grant. Sam Hill, that is from Jurassic Park. Sam Neill turns 75 this week. And Aaron Gordon, who got robbed at a dunk contest, turns 27. Tom Hardy turns 45 this week. And Sergi Pocket turns 33. Ben Schwartz turns 41 this week. And Tommy Lee Jones turns 76. Nick Jonas from the Jonas Brothers turns 30 this week. And Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Watson turns 27. CJ McCullum turns 31 this week. And Jennifer Tilly, wow, she turns 64 this week. Kyla Pratt, Kyla Pratt from the Proud family turns 36 this week. And Jaded Pickett Smith turns 51. Mark Anthony, the singer Mark Anthony, turns 54 this week. And Patrick Mahomes, boy turns 27. From NASCAR, Jimmy Johnson turns 47 this week. And from Ted Lasso. Jason Tadakis turns 47. Ben Carson, Ben Carson turns 71 this week. And Angela Simmons, my favorite from the Simmons, turns 35. Lance Armstrong turns 51 this week. And Sanaa Lathan turns 51. Issa Tyler, Issa Tyler turns 52 this week. And DeJounte Murray turns 26. George Springer from MLB, George Springer turns 33 this week. And my nephew, that's Orlando Johnson Jr., turns 15. And Jacob Johnson. Turns 12. Oh, finally, Jimmy Fallon turns
2: 50.
0: I'm sorry. Turns 48. (laughs) All right. We have some honorable mentions. She tried to go to rehab, but uh, she said no, no, no. Amy Winehouse. Amy Winehouse passed away 2011, would have been 39 this week. John Ritter from Three's Company. John Ritter. Passed away 2003 would have been 74 this week. From The Sopranos, James Gandolfini passed away 2013 would have been 61 this week. The original Batman, Adam West passed away 2017 would have been 94 this week, and finally, B.B. King passed away 2015 would have been 97 this week. But that's all the birthdays we have this week guys. Now, back to our show. Welcome back to The Time is Now. I am back. I am back. That's right. Thank you kids. Appreciate that. So, right now, the MLB as the season winds up, um, going through the American League first, Yankees have a nice stranglehold over the number one position in the AL East over the Blue Jays, winning that division so far by six and six and a half over the Rays. But it's a tight race for that wild card spot. The AL Central, the Guardians have a slim lead over the White Sox by three games, and the Twins are right there in it by only five games. But the Twins have had a, a rough skid as of late in the last 10 outings. In um, the AL West, the Astros are dominating that. That's a very weak division with the Rangers, Angels, and Athletics all in there. But the Mariners may put a good position for the uh, card spot. Astros lead that division by 12. They pretty much have that one on lock. And the National League. Um, You have the Mets. The Mets are rarely squeezing out the Braves. The Braves are only one game back for that lead in that division. It's very important to see how that pans out. That's good for seeding and playoff implication. Um, NL Central, the Cardinals have a nice lead over the Brewers by seven games. They've both been playing pretty good this last month. Let's see how they finish out the season and see if the Brewers have a chance of maybe potentially catching them. But I don't see it. Um finally the NL West where the top team in the league resides, where the money resides, where the money resides, where the money resides. The Dodgers have a 20 and a half game lead over the Padres, but the Padres are still looking pretty stout to get a wild card slot in the playoffs. Okay, so with that, let's look at the brackets. How does it all shake out? So when you're the number one and number two seed in the division or in the conference, I should say, um, you get a bye. And so the number one seed, which is the Dodgers, who are actually number one overall, who will be the first team to reach 100 wins this season, um, will face the winner of the four and five seed. And it's the same in both conferences. who Follow me. This In the NL, it will be the Dodgers, who will win, who will face the winner of four and five. And the four and five seed are um, the New York Mets, as of right now, there's so a New York Mets and the Phillies. So they will beat, they'll play the, the, the winner of the Mets and the Phillies. And the thing is, I feel like the Mets are the best team in the NL to beat them. They kind of proved that earlier in the season where they're small mini-series. And the Mets were, they actually dominated them um, in that small series. So uh, we have to wait and see how that pans out. I feel like I, I'm i am rooting for the Phillies. Let's just say that. Because I already know the Dodgers are going to do business versus the Phillies. Um, the number two seed right now in the NL, I think they had that all but locked up. The New York Mets um, will face the winner of the three and six seeds. Um, and the three and six seeds are the St. Louis Cardinals right now, who, um, who lead the National League Central Division. And the Padres right now, who are fighting for that sixth seed in the National League Wild Card, And right now, San Diego has an 82% chance of locking that in. And the Cardinals all but have the NL Central locked and ready to go. All right. So, moving on to the American League. Number one seed overall, those Houston Asterix bastards. Cheating team. They got that locked up face the winners of four or five. That four or five seeds are right now currently the Seattle Mariners. We have a 98% chance of locking in that seed as the Tampa Bay Rays. I almost said Buccaneers. The Tampa Bay Rays um, have a... uh, 99.8% chance of locking that in. So that's all sure going to be there. So the winner of those two teams will face the Houston Asterix. Um, The number two seed is all but locked in. The New York Yankees have that locked in. Who will face the winners of the Cleveland Guardians as it ended today. The Guardians have a narrow lead for that spot. For Like we said before, the AL Central. They only have a 68% chance of locking that in. While the Toronto Blue Jays uh, have 98% chance of locking, locking in that number six overall scene that's the playoffs and i believe the playoffs start all begin on espn it's so crazy it used to be always be on tbs espn is really picking it up man they, they picking up the wnba right now they picked up a lot of baseball right now. I don't know what kind of contracts they're giving out. I think they even picked up hockey. Or was that no? That was TNT picked them up because it was hockey was always on this little NBC channel off to the side. So now a lot of the mainstream coming out there. A lot of a lot of more eyes getting to it. I love it. I love it, people. So anyways, Friday, October seventh. The playoffs kick off with um, the American League wildcard seed, six versus three. That's what will be. Time will be determined later, but that's going to be on ESPN. You're going to have four games that day. I love it. October 7th. That's going to be a busy Friday from start to finish. All right. Um, I was going to get into some uh, fantasy football, but no. But the funny thing is, before we get into the WNBA, crazy thing is i'm about to open up my nba fantasy league because the nba season starts in about four weeks or less no the preseason starts at about three weeks isn't that crazy so um we like to get so at the end of october so in about five weeks or so the nba season begins after five weeks into the nfl season that's when the nba season begins and we like to have our draft the week of if not the week before the nba season Begins. So I'm going to open up that league. Y'all, y'all ask me this. A lot of the guys are bonking. They don't want to have the buy in to be $100. Is that a lot of money? I mean, it's just it's me. The tank of gas for me is $100. I pay that every four days. I don't I'm, I'm just saying. So, yeah. So it is what it is. A lot of guys call me $450. I'm like, dude, $50? That didn't even fill up my camera when I had it. That camera cost me like $60, $55. So, but we in California is a little different. So gas prices are super high. All right. In the WNBA, in the playoffs. Right now, the Las Vegas Aces have a stranglehold on that championship right now. They are one win away of beating the Connecticut Sun. You got my girl, Chelsea Gray, who used to play for my Sparks. And now she's doing work. She's she's making everybody remember, trying to understand, like, hey, this is why I should have been in the All-Star Game. Y'all snub me, snub this. She may very well get the coveted trophy for most valuable player in the NBA Finals. Her teammate, Agent Wilson, got the most valuable player and defensive player of the year this season. But Chelsea Gray's like, I'm going to get the Finals MVP. How about that? Kiss my grits. The the aces right now have only lost one game so far in the playoffs. Shout out to two scoops. Two scoops over there in Vegas. My old co-host, she called it. She says, My Vegas man got it this year before the playoffs started. I said, I don't know, the Chicago Sky, they defending champs. You, you, you got the the, the 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 be the man, you gotta beat the man. But they got beat by the uh, by the Connecticut Sun. And I remember Candace Parker didn't even stay on the court to say to shake hands or anything before the time, left the clock. She put a LeBron James, she pulled a uh, Isaiah Thomas and just left the court. She just went ahead and just left. Just like that. And she's contemplating retirement. It's it's so interesting when the top dogs get beat, they kind of tuck their tail. Or, I mean, and mind you, she's my favorite player of all time. So let's just, okay. I can be critical, though. I think that's poor sportsmanship. Should have said something. Should have shook hands. Should have done something. Should have acknowledged them because they beat y'all. They, they took your soul from you. They just turned on the, the Jets, put on a 13-0 run in the fourth and just like get out of here. So... Hey, your team was a good team, but they didn't want it more. That's all it is. It's hard to repeat. Hasn't happened in over a decade. It's hard to do. You were the last team to repeat with the Sparks way long ago. Yeah, it is what it is. And the Sun beat y'all. But the thing is this. Vegas only lost one game. They they swept Phoenix early. They did a lady sweep of the storm and retiring uh, Sue Bird. They retired her. They came in and smacked y'all. They beat y'all by almost five, 15 points last game. Next game is Thursday, uh, 9 p.m. Eastern time. They will be in Connecticut where the Vegas Aces look to put them out and win their first ever championship. Looking forward to it. Some NBA talk. We talked before how the Utah Jazz have been just dumping all their players, and we're trying to figure out who's going to go next and where they are going to go. So you have, like, Clarkson and Bogdanovich and players like that. And, and I don't know where's the market for Mike Conley. I, I,
1: they
0: might have to buy him out, but that's a big contract. You got like what two more years in that big contract. That was a mistake. Once they gave him that big contract, I know they can't go anywhere. You have you're a cash app with him. They were cash app with go, Gobert. These are two limited players. Good players, but they're limited. They're not good enough. These are B-list players. You need two A-list players, or an A-plus, or a megastar with a decent player like like a Kobe and Powell type of thing. You didn't have that. You, you didn't have two players You could just give them the ball and say, here, give me a bucket. You didn't have that. Yeah, one player could do that, and he wasn't top tier. He did pretty well in the bubble, but he, but, but Donovan, despite of Mitchell, wasn't top tier. All right? Good, though. Pretty good. Maybe, maybe the next coming of, of Dwayne Wade, but we don't know. We got to see. And now he's going to a team in Cleveland where Garland is already that dude up top. I'm interested to see how that all works out. And I'm interested to see who they're gonna put, who's gonna start with them. I feel like they should play, they need to find a guy who could play lockdown defense at that three position. They need a three-and-D guy, that's it. Just whoever could be three and D, that's who you need. Role player, three and D. That's what you need. Get somebody there, they could be very dangerous. Like uh, uh Perkins said, big perk, big perk is set. He said that's the best starting lineup in the league. I don't agree. That's a stretch by just adding Donovan Mitchell, who was a bubble All-Star last season. And then you had um, Garland, who, who made the All-Star team, but then you had Jared Allen, who got in because of injuries. Now, Mobley's gonna ascend, we know that. But they're not the best starting lineup. I mean, how are you gonna X out the people that were just in the final by adding Donovan Mitchell? Stop it. Somebody need to drug test that brother. No way. They're a good team, but a lot of people are projecting them to be the seventh seed. I don't see that. I think that's far. That's that's, I I say top four. I don't know about Toronto this year. I say top four. All those little COVID restrictions are going to be pretty much lifted. Players going to be making it to that travel because of vaccination, no vaccination, whatever. By this time, we won't have these issues where they have that home court advantage by having key players missing games because of vaccination status in Canada. I strongly feel that that move will be good, but not good enough. The interesting thing will be, how in the entire hell are the Nets going to coexist after all that crap they put that organization through? More importantly, Steve Nash. Disrespectful. Steve Nash. Now, he does not deserve the job, but they gave it to him, damn it. Y'all co-signed for us, allegedly. And now you're talking about your best player says, I want you fired. And then a week later says, you know what, we can reconcile. What kind of, what in the dynasty, what in the young and the wrestlers we got going on over here? What in the Dallas? What is this? What in the general hospital? How do you put this together? Kyrie going to be the most selfish Kyrie we've ever seen. He ain't going to miss a damn game because he's in a contract here. He's fighting for a contract. If this team, this is the thing, before the drama, because a lot of the games are, a lot of these sports are mental, before all the drama, I saw. I said it at the end of last season. I said the favorites to come out the East right now, as of today, Ben Simmons is going to play all season. Ben Simmons is going to be healthy. He's a better fit than James Harden was. You're going to have KD who's inspired. You're going to have Kyrie who's inspired. Finally get a chance since they've been assembled in the last three years through pandemic, they're going to finally get a chance to play together healthy. Adding Ben Simmons is only going to make it better. And then all this crap happened. I said they're gonna be the favorites. Now this crap happened with all the mental stuff, all the anguish in this. Damn, like what do you do? What do you do? So I don't know how that's gonna shake out. I do know that uh, Milwaukee would be better. Um Giannis looked like he got a bigger dog in him. He got ejected in the Euro League and in, in, in the in in whatever they're playing over there with two flagrants or two of um, hard fouls or whatever. I like that. I wanna see that. I wanna see that kind of Giannis, elbow somebody in the face. I like that. An angry Giannis in the offseason. Coming to the next season determined. I want him to pace himself, though. He's not getting any younger. Pace yourself. Don't go all out all night. Don't play 82 games. I'm okay with that. Play 75. Don't, don't play the back-to-backs. Why? You're that dude. You've been doing it for four straight seasons on top of the mountain. You don't need to win MVP again. You need to win finals MVP again. Get back there healthy. I still feel like they have the best package to get outside of Golden State from what we heard. We'll talk about that really soon. I feel like they had the best package to offer to get Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant would be perfect over there in um, Milwaukee. Send them Middleton and some other pieces. That'd be great. It'd be great for Boston too, but Boston's not going to want to give up Jason Tatum. But they're going to be a lot better with Brogdon. They'll be a lot better with Brogdon. So we'll see. And then the fact they were able to keep smart, they kept all their core pieces and got Brogdon. It makes no damn sense why the Lakers didn't get Brogdon, but I digress. My goodness, my goodness. Brogdon has been perfect. I know he's injury-prone, but you'll be injury-prone, too, if you're playing for Indiana, racist-ass Indiana. He didn't want to be there. That dude was very, very pro-black. Him, him, him and Jalen Brown are one of the leaders of that whole community of of, of of the Black Lives Matter and all the social injustice. Those two guys are the figureheads of that. And he playing in Indiana, the same place that burnt down Reggie Miller's house as he brought them to the NBA championship? Come on, somebody. He, he brought them two wins away from winning a championship, the only championship in Indiana Pacers history. And they still burn this nigga's house down. Stop it. Anyways, um, I always felt that way because you're hurt all year. I feel like you can always make the excuse not to play because you don't want to play. That You know, so anyway, speaking of injuries, uh, Zion Williamson. Um, now it'll be interesting to see what's going to happen in New Orleans. New Orleans. The West is packed. The West is packed. We could go down the list. We, we got the Golden State Warriors. We got the Memphis Grizzlies. We got the Phoenix Suns. We got the Clippers going to come back. Who else we got in the mix? We got the Denver Nuggets. We got the, well, not the Utah Jazz anymore. We got the Dallas Mavericks. So many teams. Of course, going to throw my Lakers in there. You got the Pelicans. The, the Spurs, we don't know. DeJounte Murray's gone. But you, it's stacked. It's stacked. It's a lot of teams. It's a lot of good teams in the West. It's going to be hard to make the top 10 in the West. So that's, so with all that, what does New Orleans do? Can, can Brandon Ingram, and and Zion coexist. Now before you jump down my back here, the person who made all that work was Lonzo Ball. Lonzo Ball played the best with Zion. And he made it all work together. He helped that ball move. He got to push the ball to the floor off of every miss, every turnover. The ball was quick going down the floor with Lonzo Ball's vision. He's gone. Ingram and Zion have seldom or have not played at all without Lonzo. And Lonzo's been gone for a whole season. Alonzo is going to be gone again this season. As it turns out, he's going to miss the whole beginning of the season. Hopefully, his career is not ending short because as of right now, he's played virtually half the games he's supposed to have played in his career in the past five seasons. That's not a good sign. Just has got that big contract? This might be your last big contract, brother, because if you can't be – the best ability is availability, and you have not been available, sir. That's another reason why they traded you away, because the Lakers could have desperately used you last year. You were a better fit with the Lakers last year than you ever were. Ever were. We could have, ooh, we had lines of ball. Who knows? But now we got Patrick Beverly. Let's get the Patrick Beverly going to the Lakers. Oh, my God. That's, that's, another, that's another general hospital of Young and the Restless. What's going on in L.A.? That trade and go through, this, this is almost as bad as when they try to trade Powell and Odom and and, and to get Chris Paul and the league vetoed it. And it was awkward. Now you got to, to get him for penny. You had to get rid of him with pennies on a dollar. Lamar Odom has never been the same. Whew. So now Westbrook, what do we do with our hometown quote unquote air quote hero? West Brick is what we call him. He be shooting them shots. He be shooting them. All off the backboard. He be shooting them shots. Westbrook, don't shoot. Stop it. Don't shoot it. Coming on the court. Westbrook for three. God damn it. But anyways, we're going to have that now with his nemesis, his arch nemesis. I feel like he's going to motivate him and push him, but I still don't like the move. I don't. I think I think they're a couple of players away. They're younger, yes. But are they better? Not really. So we have to go and see how that's going to turn out. I don't like clowns. I think Patrick Beverly is a clown. Uh, he does a lot of clownish things, of over-celebrating, saying things. And oppressor talking about, they have to adjust to me. They, they should be happy to play with me. I made it to playoffs last year. They didn't. Uh, jackass, LeBron and AD won a championship together. You've never been there, so get it together. So stuff like that, I I, I don't even because I don't even think he believes half the sh- crap he said. So I don't like clownish stuff on my team. But um, it's going to be an interesting year in the NBA. We have to wait and see. The season starts like I said in about five weeks. Um, look forward to seeing what happens, what what Utah does, who moves, how many other players can get to you to get moved. Um, I heard curry talking about he's okay with uh 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 kd possibly coming back they have a good package to get him. they have a lot of young players moody uh uh uh, uh kazinga kaminga i'm sorry um um wiseman pool who wants a new contract they have a lot of young pieces they can move they got draft picks too wiggins they can move him to he's, he's up for an extension Get KD back. You might be able to might be able to re-sign Draymond if you get rid of all those young players. you Get rid of Poole and and w- Wiggins who are looking for extensions. You can afford to now pay Draymond, and KD's already on the contract for the next four seasons. You win. Now all the old guys get through I, I think actually that's a good move. It, it solidifies Steph. Steph's like, hey, I won with you and I won without you, and I finally got my Finals MVP. So with you coming back, it's just gravy for me. It makes my life easier. And I won't. I will not be invalidated whatsoever. But you will. Can you handle it? Because you're already looking bad. Asking for a trade for the team. You asked me. You, you asked me trade traded from Golden State after you already joined them in a weak move. As Stephen A. will always say. You joined them. Win two out of three. And then you look in the move. Then Up says, "Do me a favor. Let's do a signing trade. You'll get a better contract over there, and allows us to get something so we don't lose you for nothing. We end up with. They end up with. Uh, they end up with. D'Angelo Russell. And they and they parlayed that from getting Wiggins from Minnesota. And it worked out perfectly. And it helped the, 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 the Warriors win another championship. So now last season, as you're the only team to not win a playoffs game last season, and the Warriors go ahead and win a championship to me a year early ahead of schedule because other teams came, honestly, because Middleton got hurt. Call it what it is, Middleton's healthy, I believe the Bucs repeat. And then the Warriors' year is next year. But now they're a year ahead of schedule. And things are just going to be really quirky in the NBA moving forward. So if KD comes back, I believe they have the best package next from the Bucs. And after that, the Celtics. Uh, Raptors had a chance. I don't think they have an attractive enough package, in my opinion. So um, it could happen. They could give them three of those young players and, like, four draft picks. And you recruit Poole and Wiggins in that. Hey, Poole's great. That's KD. Wiggins was arguably had a strong argument for winning finals MVP. KD won them damn MVPs in the final. So we all know what happened before. I think if they could keep at least Wiseman, they're strong. They're solid. You gotta send Wiggins and Kaminga because KD's playing that position anyway. You gotta send Poole because he need, he wants more money. Boom. Done. It. Anyways, um, enough basketball talk. Um, this is the second we haven't done in a while. before we get out of here. Before we get out of here. Have you guys been watching? Oh, it's a lot of stuff going on. First of all, I, I, I go back. I watched Ted Lasso, loved Ted Lasso. Now that I'm coaching my daughter's soccer team, it's been amazing. Um, it, it, just to incorporate some of the things, but the, the cinema, they won a bunch of Emmys. It was amazing. I, we, we used to watch Abbott Elementary. They won a bunch of Emmys. Amazing. Squid Game was cool. Uh, now that I think back, it wasn't that great. Um, it, it, it kept getting worse, I believe, every episode. But right now, the, the Game of Thrones spinoff. Or the prequel if you will um it's been really it's been good it's not great but i'm following it pretty well i'm even learning to speak Targaryen. um it's kind of creepy when the uncle and spoiler alert you know i don't have my spoiler alert alarm with me today but spoiler alert when the uncle tries to seduce his young niece and i was confused of her age because she looks like she's 12 okay but apparently she's like 21 or 19 whatever in the scene still his young niece he's trying to seduce her and showing her and trying to take care of her virgin. and she ends up losing it anyway to her guard but the point is the show gets kind of weird but it's still pretty interesting i think y'all should watch it i haven't gotten to the lord of the rings saga just yet um i'm catching up with cobra kai as we speak so um everything is just a lot of stuff a lot of content man i can't even keep up um so many movies so many shows i i, I can't keep up uh, so um me and my daughter need to catch up on she-hulk we'll try to catch up on that as well i did quite enjoy seeing um, megan the stallion and she-hulk twerking I, I don't know why i thought that was enjoyable but maybe i'm a perv i don't know but i liked it
2: it was
3: nice
0: i didn't like it like ooh, look at that i was just like this is very funny that they have this in marvel and 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 hey she-hulk got some moves whoever did the 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 the, the animation on that kudos to you brother anyways that's my time this week. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Um, you know, we got the other segments coming up. You know, you guys have the uh, have the have the soapbox. Going to be a good, interesting soapbox this week. Hope you enjoy it. You've been listening to the time is now. See you next week, people. We do not own the rights to this music.
3: (laughs) Father, forgive me. I'm staring at this Bible as I keep glancing. Yeah Lord, I got questions and I need answers Tryna understand your vision, all I see is damage Just a bunch of dead bodies in the street camping A bunch of lost souls on their feet standing We supposed to be your children, I thought we family You supposed to be my father, bro, I need answers We don't need to die young, we just need chances Tired of living on the edge, so we keep scrambling Tryna to talk to these strippers, but they keep dancing We just want to be number one, like Steve Francis Bow my head, say a prayer, now the seed's planted Everywhere I turn, I'm seeing MCs vanish Lot of good niggas gone, I don't understand it. Lot of families lost and they seed stranded. I ain't tryna to disrespect you, I just need answers I know you watching us from heaven thinking who to save Cherry picking who should go next and who should stay I'd be on my way to heaven if I knew the way And bring back every good nigga you choose to take They say you never wrong, but you done made a few mistakes Cause you taking the wrong niggas, maybe you should trade Trade us back, all the real ones, remove the fakes I think you should trade Give us two pop back and take that nigga shook. Sure. Let the legend resurrect that he gon' live for good I be screaming third life in every different hood If only you can bring him Give us pun, give us triple X Take that nigga Trump with you, that's a bigger threat Woo! That's too much power for a coward with no intellect Woo! That's a bigger with a collar, there's a disconnect Woo! Niggas dying, mama crying, grandma need a tissue Niggas shooting up a church, now I need a pistol Woo! All them niggas still living, you'll see the issue But how you take a leader, then you take a leader with you I ain't tryna disrespect, just need a meter with you I ain't tryna overstep, just want to Cause Trayvon Gordon, all he did was try to fight back Zimmerman walk around free, we don't like that Why you take our mothers from us? Fathers and our sisters and our cousins from us Got these children getting murdered while they double-dutching Wonder why the fuck you take Nipsey Hustle from us Damn, you took a true king, a true brother from us This a fucking marathon, but they running from tell the truth, I've been in my feelings too But if you took tell at least take Dylan Roof At least take James Holmes, I ain't even mad at that Just bring back Whitney, and give us Michael Jackson back Feds want me, and then slam it down Ain't no justice for Sandra Bland, we up like a Salem fan Lord, if you listen, I'm just looking for a hand in hand Take out the fuck niggas and give us back a fam again Drowning in my tears, trying to pray for something. Wonder why you give us life for you to take it from us. Wonder why you give us family then erase it from us. Maybe, hopefully, you can have a conversation with us. Maybe I'm just probably tripping because I need a hug. The hood can't find jobs, now we need a plug. Everybody and their mama try be a thug. I don't go to church because I'm afraid of being judged. I've been staring at the ceiling as a lying bet. Watching niggas follow trends like Simon says. I pray you give us back the real ones and try again. Or maybe take them niggas that deserve to die instead. Tommy Lauren running mouth and then she get defensive Lauren Ingram laughing at death and disrespecting I really feel like you should teach them stupid hoes a lesson Either that or give us back somebody who deserved the blessings I left out a bunch of names that I forgot to mention Cost too much to pay attention and it got expensive Father forgive me for I know not what I do And now I'm reaching out to you hoping you hear me and return the message I know that you got our back and that you're not against us And maybe you just love us so you're doing shit to test us I just kinda thought that you would do more to protect us They say the good die young and I ain't on the guest list I've been drinking, Lord forgive me, as my blood racing I don't know what I'm thinking, I'm just frustrated I don't mean to question you, I'm just confused I don't know what else to do, I've been patient and it sucks waiting Took my man's from me, that forever hurts But putting the blame on you, that'll never work I know this ain't your fault, it's the devil's work Devil's work
1: Listen to me, it cannot be understated how significant of a role the media plays in quashing progressive movements and keeping more black people in jail. It's frustrating because every time we say the criminal system isn't broken, it's working as intended, these are the outlets and institutions that respond, no, 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 we still need to have faith in the system, we need reform, we need reform, we need reform. But then every time we actually get substantive progressive reform, here they go with campaigns like this filled with lies. And please trust that it's not a coincidence that they're going to places like the shade room and baller alert with black audiences to peddle these lies because what they want is for black people to internalize propaganda and lies so that we don't support progressive initiatives that are designed to keep us out of jail so i'm going to dispel these myths about the purge law because there is no purge law all there is is a concerted effort by media right-wing republicans and neoliberals to keep black people in jail You've probably heard about Rikers, because Rikers is infamous. But less people realize that Rikers is a pretrial detention center, meaning the people incarcerated at Rikers have not been convicted of a crime. Last year, 16 people died in Rikers. This year, 13 people died in Rikers, and Rikers has already been declared a human rights crisis. So what if I told you that the crisis happening at Cook County Jail was worse? Cook County Jail is the pretrial detention center in Chicago, Illinois, meaning The people incarcerated at Cook County Jail have not been convicted of a crime. They simply just don't have the money for bail. And that's an important point people need to understand about bail. Bail is not about public safety. Bail is about whether or not you can afford your freedom. Period. I am a public defender who represents people that are incarcerated at Rikers where people are killed, people are beaten, people are sexually assaulted, people spend years of their life. And I'm telling you that I was floored to find out that there are people sitting in Cook County Jail waiting on a trial for four years, eight years, even 11 years. So let me tell you about what the Chicago Public Safety Act would do. The first lie being circulated is that this bail reform will prevent police from being able to make arrests. False. Not only can police arrest whoever they want like they've always been able to, all the bail reform law does is encourage them not to make low-level, completely low-level arrests that they could write tickets for. And you want to you want to know what else? You want to know what else? A law enforcement agency proposed that language the public safety act would do would take low-level crimes low-level misdemeanors non-violent crimes and instead of those being bail eligible where you sit in jail you sit in jail because you don't have the money you fight your case from the outside because now judges cannot set bail and keep you incarcerated for something they probably otherwise would not have been able to what this public safety act would do is it would get rid of the cash bail system it doesn't mean that nobody goes to jail pre-trial it means that instead of whether or not you're you're free or you're in jail being determined based on how much money you have instead prosecutors would have three different options that they could keep you detained should they so choose prosecutors will have an option to present evidence to the judge showing that you are a threat to public safety or that you have engaged in some kind of willful flight from prosecution, or if you're simply charged with most felonies and they can have you detained pre-trial. The reality is that the majority, the vast majority of people in our criminal system are living well beneath the poverty line. They're represented by public defenders because they cannot afford representation, which is a fact the court, the same court that will then place high bail on them, knows they know they can't afford it. So it's a tactic by which we put poor people in jail for things we probably couldn't prove at trial. They probably never have a trial. It's a way to coerce them into plea deals, but it is not about public safety because at the end of the day, if you have the money, you can buy your freedom so what this act does is it gets rid of that component and it actually makes it about dangerousness it makes it about whether or not the prosecutor has some evidence that he can present to justify detaining you pre-trial rather than just using and exercising your own wealth or lack thereof against you listen to me do not fall for the propaganda they're calling it the purge law because they want you to believe that a law designed at affording you more rights at preventing you from being railroaded, at preventing more deaths from mounting inside a Cook County jail is is not there to help you. It's a lie. This has nothing to do with public safety. Listen, we allegedly live in a civil society with a presumption of innocence where people should not die awaiting their trial for crimes they have not been convicted of. That shouldn't be what's happening but that is what's happening each and every day inside this country pre pretrial detention centers all around this country but cook county jail and the pretrial detention centers in chicago and in illinois are some of the worst this law is meant to help us do not mind the propaganda
0: don't let that scenic logo fool you this water is not bottled from a mountain stream now pepsico plans to spell it out for consumers adding the words public water source to the label of its Aquafina brand. In case you didn't know, Aquafina is actually just purified tap water.
1: That would make me never want to buy Aquafina again knowing that it was bottled public water. Just tap water in a bottle. That's what am I paying for? Wow.
3: How does that make you feel?
1: Like I've been bamboozled and hoodwinked all this time.
4: PepsiCo said, quote, if this helps clarify the
0: fact that water originates from public sources, then it's a reasonable thing to do. Coca-Cola's Dasani does the same thing, purifies and bottles public drinking water. One environmental group found at least 25% of bottled water is actually just tap water, sometimes purified, sometimes not.
4: We are now exposing an underbelly truth, that is, a big percentage of bottled water in this country is tap water. Obviously, we could definitely talk more about how the notion of religious liberty has been expanded so much in this country that it now basically allows conservatives to discriminate against anyone, but we don't have the time for that, because there is one story that came in and conquered all the other news, and it's about the queen. We do have this breaking news just coming in from Buckingham Palace. Queen Elizabeth II has died just hours after her doctors said they were concerned for her health. The 96-year-old queen has been at Balmoral Castle in Scotland. Among the people with her at Balmoral, her four children, Andrew, Anne, Edward, and Charles, who is now officially king, automatically ascending to the throne upon the announcement of his mother's death. The queen, of course, the longest reigning monarch in British history, and one of the longest reigning ever.
0: The queen has died, and uh, long live the king.
4: Yes, it's official. At the age of 96, Queen Elizabeth II passed away today. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie, it's been interesting to see how varied the reactions to this news have been. You know, the full spectrum of emotions, everything from, how will the kingdom carry on, all the way to, you shouldn't have colonized India. Bye, bitch. <laughs> it's been really broad. But whatever you think about the royal family or the monarchy, you've got to admit, it's insane how long Elizabeth sat on the throne. She came to power in 1952. You understand how long that is? That means she's seen Adam West as Batman, Michael Keaton as Batman, (laughs) Christian Bale as Batman, (laughs) Ben Affleck as Batman, survived that, and then saw Robert Pattinson as Batman. (laughs) And look, I'm sure there's a better way to measure time than in Batman, but you get it. (laughs) She's been in the game for a minute. And on top of that, on top of that, she was a queen. The real deal. Because these days, that term gets thrown around way too much. <laughs> yeah, you just post a photo of your smoothie online, and everyone's like, yeah, self-care queen. <laughs> no, that doesn't make you a queen. <laughs> right, you're a duchess of self-care at best. <laughs> now, in case you're wondering, Prince Charles is now going to be the king, which, let's be honest, is much better than being Prince. I mean, he's... No, he's 73 years old, right? And until today, he still had the same title as his own grandchildren. That was weird. <laughs> yeah, the world wasn't made for an old prince. I can tell you now, there's no one in a Disney movie who's like, someday, my prince will come, and he'll wear orthopedic <laughs> shoes and eat cottage cheese for every meal. Oh. <laughs> like, Charles is so old, he's gonna be the first royal to ascend the throne in one of those motorized stair lifts. That's how old he is.
2: Is Charity Cough. And I'm sure you've seen the internet's reaction to the Queen's death. But for all those that don't understand why, I'm about to give you just a taste of the shocking history of the Queen and the British monarchy. According to the Columbia University Press, Great Britain has stolen $45 trillion from just India alone. To put that number in perspective, 1 million seconds is 11 days. 1 billion seconds is 32 years. 45 trillion seconds is 1,426,940 years. That much money. And that's just India. The British Empire has had 57 colonies, ruled 20% of the world's population, and governed 25% of the Earth's land mass. That means anywhere you want to go on Earth, there is a one in four chance that at some point Great Britain owned where you at right now. The largest collection of African artifacts on Earth is in the British Museum. Stolen! The historical power structure of England was built by draining the global south of its natural resources and then making products and then selling those same resources back to the people you took it from. Stolen! And I ain't even mention slavery. 20 million black people. Stolen! And the truth is, Queen Elizabeth herself did very little of this, but what she represented was the literal embodiment of white power and a physical reminder of every single thing I just mentioned. This wasn't about celebrating death. This was about the discontentment with the legacy of hatred. And if you are interested in moving into revolutionary love, I created something called the Genius Factory. Every book I've ever read, every video I've ever watched to make me the person that I am. The link is in my bio. I believe in you and I love you.
0: You know, it feels like I haven't been on in forever. Um, since we last spoke, since I last spoke, um, there's so much things has been going on and it's hard for me to really formulate my thoughts and think of, of even where to be. Just trying to be present. I've been so emotional these days dealing with the mortality of, of the loved ones in my life. And, 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 and the way things are going the way the world seems to be going down a waste basket and maybe because I'm getting older I'm seeing things more so because when I was a kid I mean I remember Tupac and Biggie getting killed over what these last few days or weeks or whatever you have people mourning so it's, it's, it's people mourning the death of Queen Elizabeth oh she's dead and, and then and then if you're not mourning with them then something's wrong with you and you're supposed to respect the dead i get that but when certain people die you don't you, you don't know how to feel you know you don't you feel indifferent you, you shouldn't rejoice like oh yeah you're happy you're dead you don't wish death on anyone that's what i was taught but then you're not sitting there like oh like this person was just some upstanding citizen or if they actually was a citizen at all some upstanding hierarchy or or or, 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 or person and I'm not here to try to down or, or talk down about the queen at all. But their monarchy has a lot of issues with it. And there's so many other things going on today. Why would I even discuss that? She was 96. 96? My dad's 70. Let's put that in perspective. That's a whole other adult years. That's almost 30 more years of life. So what are we talking about? I, 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 like I said, I, I don't want to come off as an asshole, but you know what? This is my platform. I don't give a damn. I'm gonna say how I feel. We got. I, I'm. You know the thing is this too. Unless some other country has direct impact to what I'm doing here, I really don't care. I'm in my own personal world. What's affecting me here? Now I'm living in California. I don't have to really worry about dirty water, or do I? Well, they heard because I know there's stuff that they talking about in Jackson State. We've been talking about it for years over there in the detroit area in michigan in flint where they don't have drinkable water water so you have dirty water you have like damn near mud coming out of the faucets over here in the united states quote unquote the greatest country on earth and we don't have clean water to drink and a lot of people even then in california or other states they're like okay well that's happening in mississippi oh that's happening over in michigan i pray for you while you're over there drinking your clean water or are you Cause in Southern California, there's different areas in Southern California that's high population of, of Hispanic people. Notice the trend of all the places that do not have clean water. It's not a coincidence. Places of minority, poorer people, black and brown. They said they have arsenic in the waters over there in Coachella, where y'all like to come and come out and party and leave it as a cesspool and go back and don't clean a damn thing. That money barely even goes to the community cause if that money from Coachella went into the city They should at least have some clean, drinkable water. They have families over there who are using bottled water to cook, clean, and bathe. Same thing in Flint. They're running, they don't, I think they ran out of bottled water over there in Jackson, Mississippi. So while y'all over here mourning the queen, this person over here who lived this phenomenal life, just up, and had everything given to her, never had to worry about a damn thing in over 70 years of her life. And we... We, we don't have drinking water. Water is essential to life for every walk of life on this planet. Without clean water, we all die, period. No plants, no no animals, no humans. That's how that works. Circle of life is gone without clean water. I don't, want to, I don't even wanna get into global warming. I, I, I don't even wanna get into global warming. We don't have clean water. Then you want to say, okay, well, there is bottled water. Like I mentioned before, they have in Coachella. That's what they use, in Flint to use to wash and so forth and so forth. When you find out that these bottled water companies, which I suspected for years, you see people online showing how much uh, uh, um, um, metal or whatever is inside the water, they've been using tap water for years. Filtered water, if you want to call it. Oh, it's filtered, huh? We just went ahead. Dirty water. They put tap water, that's capitalism. They take tap water, put a label on it, put it in a bottle and sell that shit to you for like $2, depending, or a dollar. That's that's, that's, that's the world we live in. They don't give a damn about you. When I was growing up, we didn't even have bottled waters like that. It became an industry. They said, wait, we could package this and profit from it. That's the capitalistic way to take a natural commodity and find a way to monetize from it. They're gonna find a way to charge you to have clean air. I've already seen it. They have whole bars in Las Vegas for flavors of air you can breathe. And and the thing that was crazy, I tried it, and damn it if I didn't feel exponentially better. Let you know how contaminated our air is out here. For me to put this thing around my nostril for seconds and feel astronomically better. My eyes popped out of my head like, oh, look at that. I was able to just think better because I had clean air going into my system. Imagine that. I was paying for clean air. We're going to add flavors to it. They will monetize any damn thing in this country. You think I could even think about what's happening over there? When we having people getting shot down in the streets, just at Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles, we got P&B Rock getting killed. You Use any excuse you want to use. You can say whatever you want to say. Oh, he shouldn't be doing this. He shouldn't be doing that. Oh, his girlfriend posted their location. Why are y'all missing a point that these dudes getting killed for jewelry? For jewelry. I'm not gonna talk about why he should or shouldn't do it. So you're gonna tell me that the jeweler has a responsibility as well then, right? He should be saving it him from himself, just like the doctors of plastic surgery, save them from themselves. But everybody's about the dollar. They don't give a damn how it's gonna make you look That's not their problem. Their job is that you, you want something, I'm gonna facilitate that need. You want to you wanna tear up your body, Nicki Mina- uh, not Nicki Minaj, but uh, 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 Lil' Kim? You want to tear up your body, Michael Jackson? I'm going to do it for you. You want to buy this obnoxious piece of jewelry that actually is worthless after you buy it from me. You try to resell it, you can't make a damn thing. From- You'll get pennies on a dollar. Because no one with real money is going to want a pus- customized jewelry piece with your name on it, your squad on it, your street on it, or your likeness on it. Who's going to want that? It doesn't mean anything to me. I don't give a damn about the jewels and you have to melt it down and get the diamonds from it and it will still cost you far less than what you paid for it. If you pay 500,000, it's probably worth like 50,000. That's the reality. That's the reality. So I'm not going to blame PB Rock for that. You could try to blame the socioeconomic system the way that it is where people feel they have the need to do that. You could blame the, the, the system to where it's so easy to access guns. You could blame the fact that a lot of these facilities still don't have proper security. There's so many blame to go around, but we're not going to blame that young lady for saying, hey, I'm eating at Roscoe chicken and waffles. Are you serious? Ain't no niggas really about that life over here checking her page to see where they at. He ain't not that big enough a star to try to follow. He walked in, flashed and went and got him. The issue is that the system is not working properly. I watched the video. There was no one there who even knew how to do any sort of CPR. They just watched him walk over his body, asked for his phone. For what? For why? Who's there to apply pressure to the wound? No one's there on 911 to sit there and walk them through what to do. I did that for my father-in-law when he shot himself. I was the first one on scene. Guess who stopped the bleeding? I did. I did a turn kit on him. He was bleeding everywhere. If I didn't get there in time and do what I did, he'd probably be dead right now. So why have none of y'all been educated on this? Why are we not doing that? Why are we not teaching our kids how to swim? Why are we not teaching each other how to uh, how to resuscitate people or, or to ad- properly address a wound? Especially in our communities where we're getting shot down every goddamn day. Where's Black Lives Matter? It only matters when, like I said before, when it's a political season, when it's the cops killing uh, unarmed black men. That's when it matters. It should matter all the time. Because we kill each other more than they kill us. So what are we talking about? What are we doing? What are we gonna do about this? Where Are we gonna do a, a million man march about this? What are we gonna do about that? Are we gonna hold a protest over, oh, he's not a big enough star? Oh, because we killed ourselves, we killed our own, well, that's that's, that's per usual, we're gonna make excuses? Oh, he shouldn't have been shining? Why not? It's the land of the free, right? Why can't we do what we wanna do when we wanna do it? Was he hurting anybody? My man's out here just eating lunch with his girl, with his with his children's mother. Now you got these two little girls who ain't gonna have a father because what he chose to wear jewelry in public. Give me a break, man. Give me a goddamn break. All these problems around the world. We worried about the queen dying. I'm sorry, excuse me. I have too many other things going on. You even got police involved in sex trafficking. What are we talking about? Just like the show Big Sky. That's Big Sky in real life. If y'all ain't watched Big Sky, go ahead and catch up. The police involved in sex trafficking. Let that sizzle in your spirit. This is society that we live in right now. Death of the queen? Why would I care? But I got so many other things afflicting me right now in society today. So much other beat bull crap. I don't wanna hear about the Kardashians anymore. I don't give a damn about no sex tape Ray J. We don't care. We don't care about how many millions of dollars you missed out on, nobody cares. Nobody cares, man, we got real problems over here. People out here dying just to, just to make a few bucks. People don't have clean water. The price of food is skyrocketed. What are we doing about it? This is the problem we got going on today. No disrespect to her, for whatever reason, She didn't affect me. I heard a lot of bad things, but it didn't affect me directly. It's not to my knowledge. I mean, it's just, we have so much other things going on. You have, they're even turning positive things into negative things through the media. Whereas they have the Safety Act over there in Illinois. Whereas actual reform that was done back in 2020 to try to, try to assist and aid the judicial system by having no more cash bail. And they flipped it to something else to make it seem like it's the purge. And I am a victim of this as well. When I saw it, I posted it like crazy. Like this is ridiculous, this can't be right. Because it's the way it was presented to me. When you sit there and actually open up the documents, there's things there, the verbiage there is all there to be beneficial. It's showing right now where there's no more of a wealth gap to your freedom. Yeah, you people there in, that, that's in confinement. You gotta understand over there in Cook County, cook prison and also you hear about rikers places like that where people are there and just holding cells for a number of years just because they cannot afford bail that's what this that's the main product of this but there's so many levels to it where where you guys should take the time to read up on it and see why it's actually a good thing it's been going on for a while but why are they mentioning it now two years later because it's an election year you're being played we constantly fall for the okey-doke and i'm a victim of it too Like they say in scripture study to be yourself approved you need to make sure you study so you know what's going on so that way when you speak you don't speak nonsense with confidence what are we all going to do hopefully i can spark the mind that's going to make change time for change and change is now until next time you
1: can win Keep your hair to the
0: sky. Be optimistic. So mm-hmm. well, that's it this week, guys. Another great show. Another week, another great show. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, we had a good time this week. It didn't keep you for a long time. The music choice this week was Devil's Work by Joyner Lucas. That song, I know it has some profanity, but you got to listen to the message. It's a deep, 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 deep song. I love it. Remember, if you like the show, of course, like it. Of course, of course, share. And of course, of course, subscribe. Now it's time for our final word. Since the children have flesh and blood, he too shared in their humanity. So that by his death, he might break the power of him who holds the power of death. That is the devil and free those who are all their lives were held in slavery by their fear of death for surely it is not angels who he helps but abraham's descendants for this reason he had to be made like them fully human in every way in order that he might become a merciful and faithful highest priest in service to god and that he might make atonement for the sins of the people Because he himself suffered when he was tempted, he is able to help those who are being tempted. Hebrews 2, 14 through 18. Remember, spread love, shared love, embrace love, for God is love. Until next time, peace.
1: Bye.